as the two vampires collapse dead to the ground, uh, there is a sparking sound, and then Alviva vanishes. Ah! Well, uh, expected, truly. That's too much excitement, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, Natalia, who's still having a bit of a panic attack, looks up and goes, What happened to your friend? Okay. She okay. Disip- she goes to the Feywild sometimes. It's okay. Juliana's basically like lean, like is is hunkered down on her knees. She's still fucking glowing. Like she's still got all the angel shit happening, I guess. But she's still just me like, okay, okay. All right. Look at me. All right. Deep uh-huh. breath. Deep breath. Uh-huh. All right. In. Okay. Let's try it. Breathe in. Hold it for, hold it for five seconds. Okay. Let it out slowly. Her breathing slowly calms down as you talk her out of this, but she's still kind of freaking out. Okay. Okay. Alviva just, Alviva blip. She does that sometimes. She's okay, probably. Okay. What about the two dead people on the floor? Oh, the Kate's looks. But they were vampires. So now. So they were already dead, technically. (laughs) Okay. Artie's wiping his strident off on some curtains. Ugh. I don't I don't think you I don't think you understand. I don't think you understand. We are in a very expensive hotel room with the dead bodies of two of the richest people in the city. Okay, that's you know what? This is not the worst situation we've ever been in. Let's just get you up and away from these corpses. How is this not the worst situation you've ever been in? Well, uh let's see. Last month we uh fought a, a giant uh evil sand mummy who was going to destroy a planet. Um, uh, the month before that, we had to uh, do some stuff with Lady P- Pluma's assets, and we're really hoping she doesn't figure that out. One time, we were stuck in a Halloween castle for uh, yeah, we three days, stuck in that but it felt really castle. long. But it turned out it wasn't long at all. For forever. We fought a death tyrant. Artie blew him up with his arm. Oh, yeah, I did that. Yeah, so... Krajans. And Juliet is just, like, going through all of these bullshit things in a very calm voice. Like, yeah, you know, and... <laughs> You know, sometimes this kind of thing happens. Vampires are uh, unexpected. Let's, how about we just uh, go to a cafe, get you a nice herbal tea, and we'll tell you about a cult. Okay. Yeah. Um, we should make sure nobody sees us leaving. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Uh, oh, Alviva does pass without trace and she's gone. <laughs> well, how about, how about I, I can kind of, um... Uh, makeovers. No. I could I could disguise this a little bit, but I could sneak ahead, try to make sure no one's really paying attention. Artie, can you go check through their check their wardrobes and see if they've got any cloaks or anything? Uh sure. I can we can always pull these curtains down. That's fair. They will notice if we it clothing first, then we can do a Carol Burnett makeover. Okay. How do I how do I rifle through a corpse? <laughs> no, like their stuff, their stuff, Artie. <laughs> their stuff. Oh, okay. Going through the stuff. Okay, checking the bodies, checking the room, checking the drawers, going through the stuff. Uh, in this room, you're in the living room of the suite. Uh, there is a door off to the left and a door off to the right that probably lead to bedrooms. Uh, let's take this one to the left. Okay, you end up uh in a bedroom. Uh, it's rather large. Oh my god, guys, they have a coffin. So cliche. Yeah. <laughs> there is a coffin at the southern end of the room. Uh, and then there's also a door that probably leads to the closet off to the south. So, if the coffins are there, we could put their bodies in the coffins and people might assume things. That they were already dead and brought along their coffins with them? Uh, right, check that shit for dirt, by the way. Mm, okay. Checks the coffin. Uh, the coffin itself has a crusting of dirt on the outside. The inside is very plush and satiny and comfortable looking. Uh, there's dirt outside. Hmm. Do we want to wash them? No. No, just 
check their shit. Okay. If they're vampires, then they can't go out in the day, and they probably need some shit that, you know, conceals that. Okay. He checks the closet. Or what he thinks might be the closet. You end up in a very large walk-in closet. Uh, there are wardrobes all over the place, and a nice little vanity. Artie checks himself out for a sec. <laughs> I mean, you're kind of covered in blood and gross stuff, but it's kind of a rugged look. I think gross you, you, you think this? You think this kind of works a little bit for you? He smiths his armpit. Take some perfume from it, sprays himself. It's it, now it's just perfume and musk a little bit. It's, I wouldn't say it's an improvement so much as a deepening of the smell that's currently happening. But Jillian <sighs> eh. oh. has helped Natalia up as, as as much as she can with with uh, with her disability and has basically walked her over to the couch away from the corpses. Yeah, uh, Natalia just kind of settles onto the couch. <laughs> She's like, we really need to go before somebody calls the security about all those noises we made. You blew yep. up a piano! Hey, they were getting smashed into the piano. Cacophony, can you check out the other room? Yep. Cacophony goes over and opens up that door and checks it out. Okay, you end up in a much messier bedroom. Uh, there's, like, clothes and stuff scattered all over the floor and a coffin against the south wall. Oh, there's definitely a bra there, so I'm assuming this is Adis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, a door to a closet off to the south on the south wall. Dumping that up. All right. Uh, you end up in a, uh, similar to the one Artie is in, a walk-in closet with a bunch of wardrobes and a vanity. Casually searching for signs of massive cloaks. Dramatic. Also try and look for any papers while you're in there. Artie rolled a 16 on investigation. Okay. Uh, you rifle through uh, what you're rapidly guessing is Alberto's stuff. This is all mostly men's clothing, although there are a couple of dresses in here. Uh, and you do manage to find a great big dramatic looking cloak that looks like it was worn to a costume party at one point. All right. Is it just the one or several cloaks? It is just the one. Uh -huh. There are also a couple of like half capes and stuff. But the only thing you got that, that is big and identity concealing is this costume party cloak. Okay. I got one cloak. All right. Uh... Sure, Natalia, you're gonna be okay if I if, if I leave you here for a second. Uh, I guess. And she looks around at the uh, at the two dead bodies in the room. Yeah, okay. Artie realizes that he maybe should look for paper stuffs, so he rolled a twelve on investigation for that. No paper stuffs. Hmm. Jill's gonna check the dresser drawer in here. Okay. Uh, you open up the dresser drawer. It's just the kind of stuff that you find in a nightstand, including some rather unsavory objects that you'd rather not touch right now. Gross. <laughs> Uh, for a 14, Cacophony's also looking for a cloak in her area. Okay, you find another great big dramatic uh, costume party cloak. Perfect. And then a couple of half capes and stuff. Oh, that'll be fine. Uh, Cacophony grabs the, ha the the big cloak. Um, It's like, okay, I got another cloak, so at least two of you can be disguised. I, I can take care of my own disguise. I grab, uh, Artie grabs a, a cloak and also a capelet. Okay, you have a cloak and a capelet. I think I'm very blue and I need the cloak. We all stick out, Artie. That's true. Look, let's just grab some shit and leave. Cacophony comes back out, gives the cloak off to, oops, gives the cloak off to the others. And then she goes, I'll be right back. And she steps back in here. Uh, there's some noises. Uh, there's the sound of like, kind of a wet thwack, thwack, thwack. What? Uh, What's a thwack with a thwack? The other way. And then out of the way, uh, out steps Wynn. Um, looking completely sedate. Gone is the pink hair. Uh, gone is the overdramatic outfit, and um, instead she's just kind of wearing black slacks, white button-down shirt. She looks like she probably works in catering, and her brown hair is just kind of pulled out of her face. She has kept a few things from Cacophony, like her ear is still whole, and like her face isn't all fucked up, but it's mostly when. 
All right. Let's let's go. Let's go. We gotta go now. Uh, I'll go ahead. I'll see if I'll see if there's anybody watching. Do you know? She turns. She turns and she goes. Natalia, do you know if there's like an emergency stairway on the back side? Uh, there's a service stairway, I think. All right, we're going for that. And uh, Wynne steps out and starts walking that way, acting like she knows what she's doing, and just kind of walking at that business, business-like sharp pace of someone who has shit to do. And don't you fucking waste my time. Okay. Uh, what's everybody else's plan here? Yeah, I mean, fo- follow, fo- follow. Who's wearing the cloaks, by the way? Artie is definitely wearing a cloak, and I think- uh, Probably Artie and Jill. They seem like the most dramatically obvious people here. We're also not from here. Yeah. Whereas Natalia kind of looks like she fits into the area. Natalia's muted muted earth tones. Yeah. <laughs> She's not super blue and silver. <laughs> All right. Uh, Natalia's going to try and roll a stealth check uh, to sneak down the hall. Uh, I don't have great confidence in how this is going to go. Actually, Cacophony will actually take off her cloak. Okay. Uh, well, uh, and, and and swirl it around Natalia. Okay, so covering her face? Yeah. Okay. She is still going to try and sneak. Uh, she's not tremendously good at this, though. Oh, uh, then I can cast Enhance Ability on Natalia. There we go. Yeah, Enhance Ability. Do we, do we have sneaks? And I'm going to give her Cat's Grace, which gives her advantage on dex checks, and she doesn't take falling damage, but I sure hope she's not going to fall anywhere. Well, we'll see how badly this goes. Okay, mm-hmm. she gets a 13 on stealth. With advantage? With advantage. Oh, honey. <laughs> so she's doing a good job, a fairly good job of not getting noticed, but anyone standing in the hall is definitely going to be like, who's that? And then you guys make it to the uh, the uh, service staircase. Uh, you notice a couple of strange looks in the hallway as you're going, and uh, you exit the building. Okay, cool. Scatter! Uh, no. <laughs> Natalia, do you want us to walk us to- do you, wanna, do you want an escort back to your office? To your home? I think I'd like to go alone. I have some stuff to think about. Okay, so we'll see you tomorrow night at the party? Yeah, I'll- 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 I'll, I'll meet you at, um, I'll meet you at Countess Aguilar's place. Okay. Alright. So, that was some vampire murder. Mm-hmm. How sure are we was. feeling? I'm I'm feeling okay, honestly. I actually stayed away from most of the combat. I know you did a super good job, Artie. Very nice work on the on on the on the little sweeping strikes. That was fun. I feel like why did you why did you hit so so good? What? This feels like I don't even need to be here, Artie. It's like I don't even have to. Artie, Artie, Artie. Those were vampires. I'm very good at vampires and undead. That's like my whole, that's my whole shtick. It's lightning and hitting undead real good. That's just, it just happened to apply to my skill set. He puffs his cheeks. Hey, who's got a cannon arm? (laughs) Who's got, who's got the gun show? I do. That's right. You're extremely strong. And you know what? None of us got a date with the with the really pretty waitress who is extremely strong. I do have a date with the Goliath. What time is it? Uh, it has not been that long since you guys got to the hotel. It's like maybe seven. Oh, it's time for a nap. And you've got time to clean up and get some of the yuck off you. Oh, yeah, I really do. I that tried- reminds me. You said there was a bathhouse somewhere. Kit. Yeah, I, yeah. well, you don't know that. No, I think Natalia mentioned a bathhouse. Okay, she's not here to ask. 
Okay, but a bathhouse does exist. You guys want to find a bathhouse? Yeah, sure. probably. Yeah, I would it, like. I would like to get clean. Cool. Probably like chuck chocolate cloaks in an alleyway somewhere. Yeah, one hundred percent. Uh, who who has easy access to fire? Mm, definitely not me. Don't look at me, Natalia. Probably. I think I can only really do a big noticeable fire. Here, press the digitate this clean. You're just gonna take them. And then give it to a dude. There, there's usually dudes who like are cold. They need a new cloak. Here you go. He take. He just gives it out to a passerby. Here you go. All right. So cacophony. You want to ask about a bathhouse? Yeah, sure. St- still in half way and half cacophony form, she walks her way up to someone who looks youthful, and she goes, "Pardon me. Could you point us to the nearest bathhouse?" Uh, oh, you mean a touch of grace. Yeah, yes. uh, it's actually not far from here. It's a couple of blocks north of here. Okay, thank you. And she starts heading north. All right. Uh, you end up at a large, classically styled white marble building. Head on in. <laughs> okay. You head inside. There's a little lobby area with some uh, comfy looking chairs. Uh, this is all, it's still very like white and sterile looking in here. Uh, and then behind a desk, uh, you see a sort of uh, middle-aged woman uh, with uh, prematurely white hair sort of piled on top of her head in a very complicated looking updo. Hello. Three baths, please. Ah, yes. Uh, general admission is five silver, unless you'll be wanting a private room. Can we have a private room, please? Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. That is one gold per hour. That's fine. Uh, she offers six gold to cover them bo- all three for two hours. Are we doing one private room or three private rooms? I figured we'd all be one private room together. Yeah, do you care? No, I'm asking how much are we paying? (laughs) One per person? You're throwing gold. It's one gold per hour for the entire room. However however many people you cram in there is your business. But it is five silver apiece on top of the private room. All right. So that'd be 15 silver. So one gold, five silver. And then we have a private room for two hours. That's three gold, five silver. A cacophony gives four gold. Okay. Uh, she pockets that, gives you five silvers change, and hands you a key and says the change rooms are just through there and the private rooms are off of the main bathing area. Thank you. Perfect. Do you guys do, like, armor cleaning? No. Oh, done. Okay. <laughs> he joins the group. I mean, do you want to <laughs> do you want to wear the armor to your to your to your tryst? Well, I still need, it still needs it's got a little bit of gross teen blood. What do you usually do? I I find a body of water. Oh, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no. Most of this was made in water. So uh soap, oils. There there's there's so many things you should be using. <sighs> And this is, like, magic. Shows my boobs off yeah, real good. Yeah, no, you know what? Never mind. Juliana just walks into a changing room. <laughs> <laughs> when follows suit. And so does Artie. She's doing nude. <laughs> oh, great. All right, you guys head out uh, into the main bathing area. There's a uh, large so- sort of uh, elliptical-shaped pool. It's only a couple of feet deep. There's a couple of other people uh, in here, but this time of night is not tremendously populated. Later in night, it will get very populated. 
And then uh, you see a bunch of rooms off to the side, including one with a number that matches the number on your key. You head in there and it is sort of a smaller sort of hot tub area with a couple of uh, like couches and chairs, uh, all of them like stone uh, scattered around the area. Oh, this this is good. This is definitely good. Ah, feels like home. Honestly, I can't believe, like, nice, quiet places like this exist in a city like that. These types of places only exist in a city like that. Mm. So we pretty much don't have anything going on until the party tomorrow evening, then. Nope. No. (sighs) Except maybe, hopefully no one asks about us. About the dead dude. Dudes. Vampires? Yeah. Nah. I don't know. <sighs> I really wish they hadn't ended up being vampires. Why? What would you rather they'd been? I don't know. Some kind of, like, regular person, but some kind of mind control you could break and help, mm. but eh, it's not much helping when they turn into vampires. Oh, yeah, no. Vampires is a real problem. I will say it's not likely that we're going to find Simone alive. <sighs> yeah. Okay, so we know that Torn and Casa definitely seems to be exerting some kind of mental control over people and then turning them into vampires? Uh, it seems to be. I saw flashes in Ada's mind of um, Torn and Casa looking into her eyes mm-hmm. and uh, forcing something, compelling her. And all those weird, like, lectures. Alt- honestly, like, the weird lectures, the, the isolation, yeah. the... That's definitely some cold vampire looking at baby vampires, forcing loyalty, turning nobles into vampires. And... Be loyal to me, do not turn against me, etc. Et oh no, the people are food. Yeah, yeah the, the peasants are definitely food. And then the other problem is that if they're mostly targeting council members, then it sounds like they might be trying to basically just get control over, you know, one of the largest shipping districts shipping areas in like a large swath of wild space from what it sounded like yeah that's that sounds right we got to find a tiny sun what we got to find a tiny sun because this is a lot of vampires we weren't too good with the two vampires and what if there's more vampires we got to find a tiny sun oh i can do that you can do a tiny sun yeah (gasps) that's so cool no, it's just you make like a, I mean, it, it's it's kind of a weird spell because it's kind of a utility spell and you don't really, you make like a, you make like kind of a, kind of a sun, but it doesn't really do that much damage. It's just kind are, are of you, a sun. Are you looking at daylight or is it one of the others? Um, I'm not really looking at a okay. spell right now. I'm just thinking of the Curse of Strahd campaign that I've done. Ah, okay. Because like daylight doesn't actually do sunlight damage. Daylight doesn't do sunlight, yeah. which is weird because it's called daylight, but in the yeah. description it does yeah. not say it's sunlight. What if we stuck a tiny sun in a little tube, and then we direct the tube where it goes? Are you talking about, like, a stage light? But it's in your hand. We have lanterns, Artie. Yeah. No, but, like, sun in your face. Like a tube of sun, and a then you would, like, of slide down in it and get, like, tan? What? I mean, I, I, I'd love to get a tube no, of sun from hands. somewhere, but I don't know that that's a thing. In your hands. Who knows? Anyways, vampires. Yeah. What What hurts vampires? Sunlight. Radiant sunlight. Well, I mean, it just kind of depends. 
vampire things just sort of run the gamut. Like sometimes you can't, they have to be invited in. Sometimes they can't cross running water. Sometimes they have a pathological need to count things. Can't do running water, you say? Oh, no. <laughs> hmm. Sometimes. I don't know if that's actually a real thing or not. I've never really run into vampires before, and all of the texts that they that they taught us about vampires at the convent had a lot of conflicting information. Sometimes it's direct sunlight. Sometimes it's like sunlight chemicals or whatever. Sometimes they sometimes they glitter. Sometimes they actually burn or like light on fire. Sometimes they don't. It, it's all. It's a big mismatch. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know. That's actually the first vampire I've ever seen in person, so trial and Yeah, error? except for the time when you guys thought there was a vampire. We thought there'd be thought a vampire. A va I did read that you book about vampires. You did read that book about vampires. <laughs> I read a whole book about vampires. <laughs> so Juliana has advantage against vampires. Great. I'm I'm just I'm I'm Juliana von Helsing. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Zombie vampire world. <sighs> so what do you guys want to do tomorrow, then? Shopping. I suppose we should get clothes for... Well, I know we're, no, we're getting the, out, the, the uniforms, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, they're giving us uniforms. They are giving us uniforms, but... I guess do whatever shopping we want to do. Also... Yeah. And hope Elviva comes back. I have a feeling she will, though. It seems story appropriate. I want the better crossbow. I would like to get a magic sword, but I don't have the money for that. Well, most of my money I need to spend on superfluous presents. And also see if anybody can add another cannon to this tank top. This is a big city. There should be that good prices. That would probably be really expensive. Eh, it's a big city. Fair enough. Better prices. <sighs> okay, this is my problem, is that I need to actually, like, I need to actually buy Berthanox presents for you guys, but I can't really buy them if you're there. Well, we can go distract ourselves elsewhere, and we can all just meet another time. Oh, going by myself sounds terrible. Could ask Lachlan to go. Ask Lachlan. <gasps> ask Veli. Oh, ask Veli to go. That's a good one, actually. Why, why would I ask Veli? Veli's so cool. Yeah, Veli's so cool. And Veli gives good advice. Hmm. I'd ask Veli if they have an idea for Lachlan's present. Or ask Mr. Hurst, because he's so big. That's true. Mr. Hurst could get you through the crowds better. What if we held him? You Even and Mr. Mr. Hurst holding hands? No. His hand's so big. I mean, no. that seems fine. No, 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 no. You feel not, so small not Mr. in his not big, Mr. big hands. <laughs> what if, what if Walker wanted to hold hands? I mean, he probably does. He probably does. Maybe. There's no maybe about it, really. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. You, you go on one date and then you make out like a couple of times and then and then what? Then what are you? I don't know. And then you go boyfriend on, and girlfriend. Go on another date. I yeah. I I don't yeah, know. That, that seems like the, that seems like the right step, right? Yeah. Do it. Do another date. Right. Kit, what time is it? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> it's pushing eight o'clock. Okay. I don't know what you do for a second date, but you should do that. There's lots of things you can do for a second date. I guess. Pretty much anything, in fact. I don't know. I don't know. I feel... I, I mean, Go on I, a walk I, through the market. You think? Is, would that work? I think that'd be fine. Would that Perhaps be boring? Perhaps you'll see like one of those street shows and you could stop and watch it. Have some snacks. He, he does like snacks. There you go. 
<sighs> yeah, yeah, no, I guess, I guess that sounds, that sounds reasonable, right? That sounds, that sounds like a normal thing. That mm-hmm. sounds like a normal thing that you do, a normal amount and not like say everything big and weird and wrong. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Artie's falling asleep. What? What? Artie? Artie? <laughs> Artie, you've got a date in, in, in five hours. You can't fall asleep now unless we go take a nap and then we can we can wake you up in time for the date. No. Yeah, you should probably go go take a nap in and then we'll wake you up for it. But like, you're only going to be able to get like a couple hours in because actually, no, you take significantly less time to get ready now. You're missing like four feet of hair. <laughs> you know, that kind of hurts, Jill. Artie, 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 Artie. Did the big strong waitress know you know you were missing hair? She knows it, but I do. Yeah, but you were super confident even without it. I forgot. She thought you were fine. She she liked she liked you without the long hair. Artie. Well, of course she liked me. Doesn't matter if I have long hair or wow. not. But wow, know. wow. Okay, I guess you're fine. I guess I don't need to do anything here. <laughs> Whatever. I'm taking a nap. He dives underneath the water. Oh, wait, that's right. He can breathe underwater. He's not going to drown that way. (laughs) Just curls up at the bottom of the pool. Okay, so maybe, like, I'll see if he wants to go shopping for some things, and then we can, like, look for some other stuff, like, together later? Yeah, I think that sounds perfect. Okay, 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 okay. That's fine. That's fine. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be normal. I'll be cool, and I'll, I'll say a normal amount of things. And I think even if you are normal, he likes that. I still don't see the appeal. That's fine. You don't have to. It's all up to him. I guess. I guess. Okay. So, I guess we 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 soak up for a while and then eventually wake up Artie. Yeah. yeah. Eventually <laughs> we wake up Artie. You for two hours. You come in once you come in at the end of the second hour. You uh, you wake up Artie. Artie, you receive the benefits of a short rest. <laughs> well, what is that again? I get you, uh, you can roll dice. some hit dice. Right. I roll some hit dice. And uh, I think you actually, you regained some- I think you're some, still at full health. Yeah. But you I, regained some action dice, right? Can I get my action surge to get back? Was it a uh, long I believe rest? it's- Your superiority uh, dice. Yeah, I think you regained those at a short rest. Yeah. Anything you regain after short rest, you regain. You guess. It'll say on the ability whether it recharges after a short rest or a long rest. Okay. I get action surge. Yeah, no, it's both. Action surge and superiority. Cool. Now I know. We haven't never done a, long, a short rest. Well, we we don't do them often. It's usually like one big encounter per day and then we go sleep. And then we do a sleep, so. Then we take a long nap for eight hours, which is often called bed. <laughs> often called a bed. <laughs> Going to bed. All right. So do the bath, get all clean. Artie doesn't smell like funk. <laughs> all right. Uh, do you guys just want to head back to the ship and like hang out until we go to sleep? You guys can go to sleep. I gotta, I gotta get dressed. I'm gonna yeah. go explore and look at what the city has to offer as far as the nightlife goes. I like the nightlife. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm gonna head back. All right, you do that. Have fun. Cacophony's gonna go clubbing. Jill heads back to the ship. Uh, Cacophony goes clubbing. Uh, Artie presumably is gonna join Cacophony until he has his date at one. You know what? Artie's gonna wander. Artie's gonna wander? Artie's gonna wander. I want to roll to see if I find a very bad idea. Okay, good. <laughs> what would that be? Is, are we looking for something high or low here, or both? Um, both. Okay. 
Artie lives dangerously. Artie lives stupidly, which is dangerous. Artie lives stupid. He rolled it too. Okay. You find a very bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me pull up what you find. So you end up in front of a off of Market Street, a glass small glass fronted shop. Uh, painted ornately across the glass of the windows is the name Spinner's Transfiguration. Oh, you told me about this shit. Hmm. Artie enters. Oh, no, he's okay. going in by himself with this. <laughs> All right. The first thing you notice in this room is that there is a uh, small winged rabbit just kind of flitting around the room. Interesting. There is nobody behind the front desk, but there is a bell. Are, is there anything like anything art wise on the on the walls to indicate what this shop does? There are a couple of diagrams and things, uh, obviously meant to be some sort of like demonstrative tool. And there are various you, you see various things such as uh, extra limbs being grafted onto a humanoid body. Diagrams indicate the addition of different senses uh, to the head. Some more more extreme stuff like uh, adding on uh, extra like other like adding a tail where there wasn't one before, adding wings where there wasn't one before. What did you say the name of the shop was again? Spinner's Transfiguration. Spinner's Transfiguration. I wonder if they do tank tops. He rings the bell. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a minute, and then emerging from the back room uh, is a sort of very. It's a very very large, like six foot tall praying mantis person two legs four arms and just a, a, a very big eyed praying mantis head looking at you oh no and the praying mantis person looks and he goes yes hi hello do you do shirts we do not do shirts what do you do we do transfiguration what's that Transfiguration is the process of changing the body through surgery. I really like this voice. Like, is it like, is it like that? Where he turns, he points to the, to the one with the added arm? Yes. Is it only like that? No. Oh, what, what else is it? We can do cosmetic changes. We can make your skin tougher. We can make it so you can breathe underwater. We can make you climb faster or swim faster or fly. We can make you climb on walls. We can make you burrow through the ground. We can make you a stronger. I said that already, didn't I? He just He's just nodding and smiling like, that sounds cool. I can already breathe underwater, though. We can make it easier for you to stick your hand in fire. <gasps> fire hands. <laughs> <laughs> if there is a spell whose effects you like, we can try to make those effects permanent through surgery, although that does take some time and is very expensive. So, I have a cool cannon arm. Yes? Can I do another cool cannon arm? We can try to make your arm permanently into a cannon. Having it metamorphose into a cannon may be more difficult and be very expensive and take some time. No, I like how it looks most of the time. It's just sometimes it's fun to, you know, do a shoot. You could see about getting higher AC. <laughs> oh, you said you said skin toughening. Yes, I can make your skin tougher so it is harder to cause you harm. I do like that. These clothes are not very good in fr in terms of, you know, keeping me safe. He points to a nipple. <laughs> Yes, I can see that. How, how much is your skin toughening thingening? 
That is a pros- procedure that takes approximately three hours and costs 1,000 gold pieces. <gasps> That's such a long time. It is an involved process. Shoot. What time is it? Uh, it is currently, Artie's been wondering for a while, while. it's currently around nine o'clock. You'd still have time, Artie. I can't do it today, because I don't have money, but maybe next time. Do you do tattoos? We do not do tattoos. Darn. Do you know a guy who does tattoos? I believe there is a tattoo shop somewhere on Market Street. <gasps> I'll get back to you on the toughening thing. Tattoos. I hope to see you again. Okay, bye. And he leaves. You leave the shop? Yeah, he leaves the shop to do another bad idea. Okay. Late night tattoo by yourself. (laughs) Late night tattoo by yourself. (laughs) Let's see. And you've been and you've been drinking alcohol. And he's been drinking alcohol. Oh, (laughs) this is the first time he's had a chance to drink a lot of alcohol in a day. He got an eighteen. Is he looking for a tattoo shop, or are you hoping that he avoids a tattoo shop? Oh, an investigation. It would be a fifteen. But he's definitely looking for the tattoo chef. Oh, he's... Okay. Oh, God. There's going to be so much bleeding. Your blood's so thin right now. (laughs) It's going to weep. It's going to be such bad, bad tattoo conditions. He he took a nap. It's going to be fine. (laughs) Right. A short rest. He took a short rest. (laughs) In water. All that's got to be peed out by now. All right, you find a very small, narrow, sort of shack-like shop uh, with an incredibly tatted-up minotaur running the place. (gasps) Hello. (laughs) He flirts. Hello. Those are gorgeous pieces. Did you do all those for yourself? Yes. (laughs) Would you like one? You're so talented. (laughs) He's, like, biting onto his his, uh, finger a little bit. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god <laughs> are you gonna have two no- one night stands in the same night or uh, who knows maybe <laughs> that's the- that's up to you kid maybe they could get together <laughs> take care of all of that at once <laughs> you know i've been really craving i have all these piercings but i've been really craving a tattoo and i see you do tattoos yes is that what you like is it well, you know something. <laughs> <laughs> Is it just that th- I know there's a lot of weird things here. Uh, for weird stuff, you might have to go to the Transfiguration Shop. No, no, th- it's very expensive. No, I mean like magic stuff. Oh well, I don't do any magic tattoos. Oh shit, <laughs> just pretty ones. But it's in the character art and everything. He the secreted it into his character art. He secreted it into his character art. But you know what? He he might not have secreted it into his character art. Another tattoo? A tram stamp. Oh. <laughs> oh, dear. Let me roll to see how bad of an idea that it... Let's see, do an intelligence. No, no. You need to roll to see, like, how shitty is the tattoo? Is he gonna, is, is he just gonna get the fucking, like, the, the edgy dude barbed wire? No, no. The intelligence was to, was to see if he was dumb enough to get the, the tramp stamp. And he is. Um, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> as for the artwork, he, he's flirting with the Minotaur and he's like, you know what? I think I trust you. I trust your judgment. You just saw, you're so all your tattoos are so handsome. He just like strokes a <laughs> bicep. <laughs> your tattoos are handsome. 
<laughs> your tattoos are handsome. A lot of you is handsome. I I am so grateful you feel so confident in my abilities, and I would I would love to give you a tattoo. Oh, where would you like it? Let's go with the back. What do the you think? Back? The shoulder, the middle, the lower. I... You want to go lower? <laughs> lower oh could be very interesting. Oh <laughs> Let's go lower. Congratulations, Kit. This character design is now in your hands. You have to tell them what the <laughs> tattoo the is. Power. You have the power of what the fuck's in on Artie's back. <laughs> well, the good news is that none of the art is facing backwards, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, should I roll something? Uh, you roll something, or hmm, I guess a Constitution saving throw for the reaction to the pain. Although the lower back, oh! I don't think it would do much. Oh, he does a six. He's a wuss. Okay, yeah. He starts working, and you do cry a little bit. Um, <laughs> your attempts to look cool in front of this Minotaur are uh, are, are not entirely successful. <laughs> There's, he's just like biting onto some fabric and and doing a tear. <laughs> doing tears this is I don't usually get hit there hang on I gotta decide what you're getting a lower back tattoo of <laughs> this is such a bad idea yeah you rolled you you wanted a bad idea yeah I did you asked for this okay I'm gonna be nice because this is actually a very good tattoo artist. So uh, he finishes up his work and you notice it's largely on the lower back, but some of it appears to be arcing up towards the middle of the back and some of it is uh, ranging a little lower on actually a bit on the hips and ass. That's a big tattoo. Yeah, after a few hours, uh, it's not, it's not very complex. Like it's not something that has a lot of detail, but if you can set you, the way you can feel it, it's mostly just lines. Uh, and then he says, oh, after a few hours, he's like, all right, we're finished up here. Ooh, let me see. Let me see. Uh, he grabs a mirror for you uh, and holds it into place. And what you've got is a sort of, um, it's rather simple and sort of linear, uh, sort of like a, a more art deco than art nouveau. But it is sort of a uh, sort of Renaissance style, swirling, linear, abstract design that sort of there's a point up in the middle of your back and then it spreads out to sort of flare out over your hips and the small of your back. That is super cool. And now it needs to be covered in Saniderm and it's going to start weeping over the next 24 hours a lot. Do you have some <laughs> yeah. healing cream? Those magic healing creams in this magical fucking world? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I do, we don't generally want to use magical things for that because it'll heal up too fast and it won't scar properly the way it's supposed to, but, and he does uh, hand your cream, this should help with the redness and the irritation. Oh, thank you so much. Do you want to, do you want to help me apply it? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't quite hear that. Do you want to help me apply it? Absolutely. And he uh, spreads it over the small of your back. Sweet. Now it's been a couple of hours. Where's he at? This is a lot of flirting. Eleven? Is it eleven? Midnight? This is about this is about eleven or midnight. It's pushing midnight. Alright. So you know, a quickie. Thank you so much. <laughs> He's like, wait, is there anyone else in the store? Not currently. Alright. Can we do can we do a fade to black? <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> the, the store the it just it, he flips the open sign to close, and then they go in the back room. How much am I paying for this tattoo? <laughs> the tattoo is ten gold. All right. Wow, that's a cheap tattoo. Yeah, Jesus. Thank you. 
I like that Artie's romances are definitely the, like, Assassin's Creed Odyssey style, like, hey, you DTF? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, DTF. Yeah, you DTF. <laughs> like, eventually, before one, so he can run across town or yeah, wherever it's, it's he's almost to. one by the time you finish up at the tattoo he's shop. He's got a sore lower back, he's got a sore asshole, he's ready to go. Yeah, he's, he's, got he's a walking a little back. funny. <laughs> he, he, he does a kiss goodbye. And then he runs off for his date. Didn't even get the Minotaur's name. <laughs> then you run off towards Tasty Tom's. Tasty Tom's. <laughs> and you meet up and you meet up with the Goliath waitress, uh, just as she is locking up for the night. Oh hello. Hey there. I see you've you're all finished up. Did you want to party or do you want to party? <laughs> um, I I gotta I gotta work tomorrow afternoon, so I think we could probably just go back to my place, honestly. That works too. Hey, I got a new tattoo. <laughs> oh, that looks really good. I can't wait to see the rest of it. <laughs> I know, right? And then it fades to black. <laughs> and then it fades to black again. <laughs> Twice, yes. God, I hope this turns out to be episode 69. <laughs> nice. I really hope it turns into 69. God. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Jake. <laughs> on the other end of that particular spectrum like when Juliana got back hours ago she just like went and found Lachlan asked if he wanted to go shopping with her um yeah sure do you want to go tonight or like tomorrow oh like maybe tomorrow morning I I, I don't know there's a lot of crowds yeah but the earlier in the day you get started the less the less nuts it is so that sounds perfect all right cool uh I guess I'll come and get you tomorrow morning uh maybe yeah. I'll wait till after coffee that would be ideal Thank you. Yeah, otherwise you'll regain consciousness by the time we're already at Market Street, and that might be a, a little disorienting for you. Yeah, kind of alarming. Uh, yeah, that would... It, yeah, I I take a while. Cool. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow, then. Yep, see you tomorrow. Yeah. Jillian attempts to walk away like a cool person, gets to her room, and basically immediately collapses on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> From above you, you hear Kara going, <laughs> Jiliana, from from the bed, face out on the bed, lifts up an arm and flips off the ceiling. Kara <laughs> <laughs> goes back to sleep. <laughs> what what is her white noise machine sound? Uh, it is, uh, it's, it's just the noise of the harbor in Stormhaven, because that's the only noises that, that Ariadne had when she was making <laughs> this fair. thing. <laughs> seagulls squawking, the sound yeah, of ocean seagulls, waves. waves against the shore, wind, that's all she's got. Maybe the low <laughs> murmur of conversation. Yeah, occasionally. All right, Cacophony, you're, you're clubbing, right? I'm going clubbing. You're going clubbing. Okay. There are a variety of uh, pubs and clubs and things that are open all night. I want one without a cover. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there are the, it turns out that the, um, the sort of more private clubs, like the kind where it's uh, the nightclub style where you're, you've got a booth off in the corner and you can just kind of hang out. That is the one with the cover charge. However, the incredibly rowdy dance clubs, those don't have a cover charge because they, okay, they, they know they're making it back in drinks. <laughs> yeah. Those are the better ones anyway. <laughs> so uh, Cacophony goes in there and she's fucking partying. Yeah, you end up in like a converted warehouse. There's yeah! like you, you can see, there's there's like rafters and stuff above you. You think there might be people in the rafters hanging out? You're not entirely sure. That's awesome. 
<laughs> but it is loud. The band is just screaming their hearts out. You didn't... It's almost like this Renaissance Italy planet has somehow invented punk several hundred years early. <laughs> somehow she ends up in like a rave outfit with like... Uh, it's those booty shorts that are so short they're mostly underwear and they're just like black and glitter. And uh, and the same for like a tube top at top and then fishnets all the way down. Yeah, you just we we cut from one camera angle to the other, and that's what Cacophony's wearing now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, at the dance club, you do spot across the room uh, a green dragonborn. See, that's the weird problem, isn't it? Because are me and Thazita serious? Because we're still staying in contact. Uh huh. Is she is she into the whole polyamory thing? I never really talked to her about that. I need to write do a letter. Do you have an open relationship? Do you not? Do, do we not? Do we, do we? I don't know. We haven't had that discussion. I didn't have that discussion. Are you in a relationship? Am I, are we in a Does this count? Cacophony is now having the what are we breakdown in the middle of this dance club. Yeah. She's having, <laughs> she's having an existential crisis in the middle of this fucking dance store. I hope she's doing it while she's dancing. Yeah, she's still like <laughs> writhing around, but her face is just one of horror. Yeah, the dancing is getting a little showgirls at this point. <laughs> like, she's definitely like still looking really good. Like, her whole body's still like rocking, but if you look at her face, it's like this rictus of indecision and terror. <laughs> I want to see this rictus of indecision in terror while she's twerking up against exactly <laughs> I have no way to contact her to know other than a letter twerk, 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 that would twerk, take twerk. like two months please do not have 25 words of the what are we conversation via your old pal Juliana no, we're going to please, please have we 25 words of the what we are we conversation are. is Kakafi going to rush back to the ship and wake Juliana up no look 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 First, she's going to just go talk normally to the green dragonborn girl. Okay. Thing is you haven't discussed any of the any of the any of the boundaries of the relationship. Yeah, we're just going to talk. I'm okay. not doing anything more than that. I mean by talk, I mean we're going to scream at each other, "Hey! Hi! <laughs> What's your name? You're gorgeous. I love your scales." I'm Bella. Who are you? I'm Cacophony. It's great to meet you. Do you want to dance? Yeah! Cool! <laughs> and so they go and dance. <laughs> the system is down. The system is down. <laughs> and at some point, Cacophony goes, Are you here a lot? Yeah, all the time. I've never seen you before. Yeah, it's my first time. Uh, I actually do need to go, but I'll find you tomorrow. All right, cool. See you then. And she slips off so she can go have her existential crisis back on the okay. ship. <laughs> She's now wearing like platform heels, so they're like <laughs> clop, 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 clop. And she walks back onto the ship wearing this glitter, uh, walks downstairs, <laughs> flings open Jill's room, waking up Kara too, probably. <sighs> Jill, I need your help. God. Can I wait? No. <sighs> All right. Let's go, to, let's go to the wardrobe room or your room or, or somewhere else. Anywhere that's not here. <laughs> Aviva, Aviva's not home. Let's go to our room. Okay. And as soon as she walks in, she pulls out some paper and she starts scribbling and she counts carefully on her hands. She goes, no, that's too short. What and is this? And quickly screws that up. What is this? What, what, what is happening? Just, it's important, Jill. Just give me a minute, okay? <laughs> okay. What, what time is it? It's, I don't know, it's like midnight, maybe? 
Okay. Oh, I only got to sleep like an hour ago. Juliana's slowly starting to nod off in, like, while sitting down on the bed. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm, I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm okay, awake. okay. And finally, uh-huh. Cacophony thrust a note into Jill's hand. She goes, I need you to ask Jill, uh, Tazita this. What? And as she does, uh, she gives Jill a letter. I need what? to ask Tazita this. What? Oh, uh, Jill, Jilliana, like, slowly wakes up the more she reads over these 25 <laughs> words over now. Oh, 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 caco- cacophony, what? No. Do the sending. You want to do this over a sending? It's better than a letter. I, I don't think it is. I, a letter will take, like, five months. You, you can't, can you just ask someone if you're dating? Is that a thing? Yes. You don't know either! No! She just points at her. You don't know! You don't know either! I don't, but this is a thing I'm going to do! It's an experiment for both of us! Okay, okay. Look, I need... You can't just... Is this 25 words? Yes, exactly. You need less, because otherwise it's just going to sound to the Zeta like me, Juliana, (laughs) and asking her if we are dating, and the answer is no. Why would you think that? That would be pretty hilarious, honestly. That would be um, hilarious, but it right. wouldn't get you an answer, and then I'd have to waste another spell slot rephrasing things for you. All right, take out the last five words. Okay, what do I say instead? Cacophony wants to know. <sighs> sure. God, as I hope it's daylight where she is. Or that she just doesn't sleep and just stays up all night reading or something. <laughs> I mean, we've seen her sleep. Yeah. At least I, I might have watched her sleep a little bit. She's very cute. She makes up these little snores. <laughs> Why are you telling me this? It's very cute. <sighs> you were there too. You might have been asleep most of the time, to be honest. I try to be asleep, yes. Oh, okay. Okay. You owe me so- This is- look. Do you look. think a letter would be better? <clears throat> A letter would be better, but you have no idea when it's going to reach her, and... what? Why do you need to know immediately? Oh, there's a cute dragonborn at the club. Of course there's a cute dragonborn at the club. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you think it'd be more romantic if I wrote a letter? I don't think there's a really romantic way to have the what-are-we conversation in a panic at midnight, 11-something, <laughs> late o'clock. All right. I just need to write a letter. I need to write a letter, and then I need to suffer for three, four, five, six a year. Oh, great, and I'll suffer too. Uh, look, do you really want me to do this? I need you to, like, just- Hold on. Is Lachlan upstairs? Uh, Lachlan Who's is upstairs? upstairs. Belly, I need your advice! <laughs> yeah? Should I Maybe have don't the yell wa- this. Uh, Belly, can you come into my room? Yeah, Okay. A couple of minutes later, <laughs> Valley appears. Yeah. Do I sending Tazita asking her, what are we? Or do I write a letter and wait six months for an answer? The sending's faster. I don't see why not. There we go. Okay. Thank you, Jill. Yes, do it. Okay. So, Cacophony wants to know, and then the rest of that minus the last five words? Yes. Okay. You owe me so much more so than when Artie decided that he wanted to talk to a jackass pretty boy wolf okay juliana just sort of sits there closes her eyes sorry 
Cacophony <laughs> wants to know. <laughs> are we dating? If yes, are we open? I would ask in a letter, but that would take a while. And then Juliana just sort of puts her head in her hands. <laughs> there's a couple. There's a couple of minutes. Uh, you get the. You don't really get words yet, but you get a general sense of trying to puzzle out syntax. <laughs> and then, hi, Juliana. Uh, me and Cacophony aren't not dating, but if you, she wants to see someone else, I think that's okay. Is it serious though? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course. Why do they always ask follow up questions? All right, Juliana repeats that. She wants to know if it's serious. Oh, if she wants to be serious, I'd be happy to make it serious. No, no. Well, no. Okay. She says you're not not dating, but wants to know if... I mean, no, it wouldn't be serious. It would just be like a fling thing, and she's I'm happy for her to do fling things, too. Okay, then you need to write that down for Ah! me, because I'm not paraphrasing (laughs) this. She get up. She she screams and then she grabs her paper and starts writing again frantically. I am not going to be party to a hilarious misunderstanding between a couple. I love how none of this could wait till morning. Apparently, apparently not. She just just go right back to the club. Good luck finding that same dragonborn. No, no, I'll go back tomorrow. I'm not. It's just I need to know now so I don't panic the whole night. Yeah, what's that like? I mean, I know you know. I just I, I would just rather deal with it. That sounds fake. Dealing with things sounds super fake. How could you not want to just stew in your own emotions, annoying everyone around you for months? All right, here we go. Okay. Oh, you're asking follow-up questions. Oh. <laughs> okay. Hopefully she'll understand this is in Cacophony's voice. I assume. Okay. Juliana composes this. All right. It's not serious, and I'd love it if we dated. How are you? Are you doing well? We found a cult of vampires. <laughs> I want to thank wordcounter.net, both for helping me now and helping me when I play my cleric having to do a bunch of sendings because people ask her to. Cacophony, you are, you, you owe me, you owe me a lot. You're doing like, I, I, I'm getting endless manicures from you <laughs> or right. something. I don't mind. What 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 do you owe me? What do you owe me? I need to decide what you owe me. All right. Uh, you, a couple of minutes later, you get a response from Zeta. Uh, still reporting in at secret headquarters. Lots of paperwork. Uh, be careful around the vampires. Buy wooden stakes. Oh, <laughs> buy wooden. Stakes. So wooden stakes work, huh? All right. So we need some wooden stakes. That sounds like an Artie problem to like get him in. Or you, you and Artie are beefy enough. I like that she didn't actually answer anything about are we dating or not. No, I mean, it sounds like she accepted that we're dating. So. Okay, well, it sounds like you're free for the nice dragonborn at the club. All right, she's probably gone by now. She didn't seem like the type who'd stick around long other than to dance and then find someone to go home with, so I'll find her tomorrow. Great. Have at it. I'm so happy for you. Can I go back to bed? Yeah, thank you so much, Jill. And she gives her a hug in her, in her like, raver outfit. Oh, okay. Pat, Pat. Thank you, Veli. Has Veli just been hanging around watching this? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are you guys done? Yeah. Okay, I'm going back to work then. Okay, have fun. Bye. Does Veli sleep? Does Veli need to sleep? I don't know. They don't eat. They photosynthesize. <laughs> do they sleep or do they just kind of wind down and hang out? Are we not going to get an answer? 
Veli's too cool. Veli's too cool. cool. Veli's not here for you to ask. (sighs) They're too cool. All right, Jill shuffles off to bed and locks the door this time. (laughs) Kara buried under blankets, a a, a thumbs up appears from under the blankets and then quickly withdraws. (laughs) And at some point, Artie stumbles home or... Yeah, Artie, are you staying the night at the waitress's place or are you headed back to the ship? You guys think that Artie will stumble home in the middle of the night? No, he stumbles home in the middle of the day. Okay. <laughs> the next morning. Okay. He stumbles home. Long rest for everybody. <laughs> Artie stays for breakfast. Breakfast, in quotes. Uh-huh. He definitely eats a meal. Uh-huh. But... <laughs> Gem Jammer is performed by Alexi Peppers, Annie Creighton, Kit Walker, Mackenzie Weaver, and Rio, and is edited by Jake Mason. Our character designs are by Rio, who you can find at vriosart on Twitter, and our cover art is by Canary Witch, who you can find at doodlesfromthebird.tumblr.com. Our opening and closing music is by Reckoning Storm Audio Works. For more episodes of this show and our other shows, as well as news, check out our website at crookedrussiancamp.horse. Cacophony goes... Actually, what does she say? <laughs> oh my god, I thought my my internet cut off. She's writhing and dancing, and then she goes. Everybody come up who a god, sorry.